Hello, and welcome to this 34th episode of the I Ching with Clarity podcast. Today I have a listener's reading for you, a really lovely one from Adela. Here's the background information she sent me when she booked her reading. I've been living overseas for about seven years now. I had initially planned to be away from home for three years and to return somewhat triumphant. Instead, my life is taking twists and turns, and home no longer seems like a real destination for me. I seem to be committed to a travelling life, for better or worse. And the question she asked was, How is this travelling life shaping my character? What kind of person am I becoming? I think that's a really interesting one. It's not the kind of thing people often ask, is it? What kind of person am I becoming? I'm not sure I'd have the courage to ask that one. Yi answered Adela with hexagram 14, Great Possession, changing at lines 1, 2, 4, and 5 to 53, Gradual Progress. I was born in Seattle, um, but I lived uh, most of my life in New York, in New York City. And um, yeah, a few years ago, as I mentioned, I went traveling. I actually finished my, my doctorate and I got a job overseas and I went for the job. And oh, I have to tell you something. This is important. Mm-hmm. When I was leaving New York, you know, after 20 years uh, of kind of accumulating books and studying and all these kinds of things, I gave away almost all of my books and donated them to a library for artists and poets. But I kept only a few books when I traveled with, and your book on the I Ching was one of them. Aww. So it's oh, wow. really a pleasure. It's really a pleasure to, to, to meet you. And oh, you know, thanks for your service. <laughs> well, yeah, thank you for sharing a reading. Uh, I'm, yes. It's an interesting one. I'm really glad to get to talk about it. Oh, good. Um, thank you. Yeah. You asked how your traveling life is shaping your character. Um, can you fill in a little bit of background about why you wanted to ask that? Right. Well, um, as I mentioned in the, in, in the message, I had set out to do, you know, I set out with a very different idea when I went to, to take this job um, overseas. It was a tenure track job. It was, you know, which means it was permanent. And I just thought, oh, I would live in this new city and then visit my old city periodically and have some sort of like, you know, dual, uh, you know, glamorous, uh, um, how do I say it? How do they, how do they say it? Uh, a cross Atlantic experience or something. And, um, what ended up happening was that it actually took a different turn. It turned out instead of being this, what I thought the opportunity I thought it was, there were other things going on at the institution. So it turned out to be, a little bit in eaching terms, a little bit of a 54 situation, a little bit of a marrying maiden situation, which was not ah. something that I wanted to go through again, having just done seven years of that in a PhD program. I kind of recognized that and I said, oh, 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 <laughs> not this again. So after mm. about three and a half years into that, I realized, oh, this, this is not a forever home. And um, decided to go traveling. 
And so, yeah, three and a half, four years into that, I decided to go traveling. And I had plans to be just uh, giving myself a year sabbatical. Then um, the pandemic hit. And my priorities really changed, mm. as everyone's did. And yeah. I really started to enjoy a very relaxed life off the beaten career path. Um, mm. Really not, you know, just I kind of all of my high flying ambitions, my New Yorkerness kind of <laughs> it's I don't know what happened. It melted in the pandemic. I don't know mm. what happened. So mostly I just do what I want every day and kind of lounge around and I don't know what happened to my good <laughs> Protestant work ethic. I just don't know what happened to it. I, you know, I spend a lot of time looking at trees, mm -hmm. <laughs> communicating with trees around. Uh, and I'm really kind of enjoying my time here in Mexico. I don't know. And I'm a little bit worried because I'm thinking like, this is this really fine or Am I turning into some kind of person I'm going to wake up one day and not like or not recognize because it's like, oh, no, this wasn't the plan. You know what I mean? And mm -hmm. it's kind of, you know, it's, it's, I don't know if you guys have Gilligan's Island over there, but it was a little bit of a Gilligan's Island story. Gilligan's Island was a long running TV show about, I've you know, people going on a boat for a three hour tour and then they end up stranded, stranded on a desert island for years, for the entire, <laughs> mm -hmm. and every week it's like, how do we get off the island? And they never do, you know, that kind of thing. So what? I was wondering, I, mm -hmm. I, I came out for a three hour tour and now it's been three years. And you're still on the desert island. Yeah. Okay. The desert I get it. Mm, yes. Mm. Well, you've got a rather lovely reading talking about this. Right. Great possession, hexagram 14, changing at 1, 2, 4, and 5 to 53. Gradual development or gradual progress. So with the question, how is this traveling life shaping my character? I think hexagram 14 represents your character and its potential, and 53 represents that traveling experience and its shaping qualities the process of finding your place that it suggests. You can read the two hexagrams as a single utterance almost. Your great possession or great being, which is another good translation for the name of 14, is developing gradually, taking shape, finding your place, and yeah, actually coming home, because 53 means that as well. Um, mm. So I would like to start with 14 and then talk about 53 and then look at those four lines in between them. Um, so 14, great possession. Though actually, as I say, great possession or great being, a very simple mm -hmm. word, which means both having and being. Can... Oh, to be and to have. Great. Yeah. Yeah. Like avoir can do that in French. It's the, yes. I, something similar. Yes. The... Chinese character for you being or having shows a hand holding a piece of meat. And I look at this and say, does it have the piece of meat or is it offering it? And I suppose they are sort of the same thing. You can't offer it unless you have it. This one is paired with and follows from hexagram 13, which is people in harmony. It's the same hexagram looked at the other way round or turned up, ups, turned upside down. And 14 kind of emerges from 13, from people connecting. Um, and especially 
people connecting with those who are not from their own tribe or their own village. 13 is about creating harmony between people in the wilds and across the Great River. So if 14, if Great Possession arises from that, then it seems to be talking about the possibilities of traveling, the growth potential there. And I do think that Great Possession depends absolutely on being in relationship with other people. Um, that it's, you know, otherwise defined as what you have that you can give. I'm reminded of, um, oh, the story, also French, of the, of the miser who keeps his uh, gold in a pot buried at the bottom of the garden. Um, and of course, the joke is that he's not really rich. And when this is eventually stolen, someone says, well, you've still got a hole at the bottom of the garden. You can go and look down at just the same. Um, so yes, the gold in, the gold in, in a hole at the bottom of the garden is, is not wealth, but what is used in interaction with other people, that is wealth. Um, so the sequence from 13 to 14 says that reaching out to people in harmony means beings truly return home, and so great possession follows. So it's identifying great possession with things, people returning home, which, um, as in, I think, coming into your own right place. The interesting thing is that that word return home also means marry, and it's what the woman mm -hmm. is doing in the Oracle of 53. So I think the two hexagrams are woven together quite closely by that. Mm. And you have a story here of how the pure potential of hexagram 14 comes home, finds its right place. Mm. Okay. I, I call it pure potential because of what its oracle says and doesn't say. It's super simple. Great possession from the source creating success. And that's two words from the four at the beginning of the whole book, where it says, from the source, creating success, constancy mm -hmm. bears fruit. It's just four mm -hmm. words in Chinese. This is just the first two of the four, the ones that are about the, the connection to the source and how this gets involved in the world and starts right. creating, starts a flow going. Right. So we're the talking words about, that are about line one and two. No, I no. This is just the oracle of hexagram. Oh, just the oracle still. Oh, yeah. okay, okay. Yeah, sorry. I'm I'm still on the first two words. <laughs> I'm not uh, you're talking about fast. the first two words. We haven't got. To, yep. Okay, great. Yeah. <laughs> sorry. Yeah. <laughs> mm -hmm. yeah. Um, and is that they're the ones that talk about the very beginning and uh, the ones about harvest and what endures, how it bears fruit and how it's carried through are not there. So it's very simple. Here is something great. It has the power to create. It can go places. It can do things. It can become something. Everything is set for that. It hasn't happened yet. Yeah. Um, it's uh, at an early stage and all, all unformed and and rich with potential. Another way of looking at that is in the trigram picture of the hexagram, mm -hmm. where you have fire above, light above, and heaven below, fire dwelling above heaven, um, which is like the sun in, in the sky or the stars moving in their courses uh, and gives a sense that things are in their right places. The spirit or the law, the truth or creative power is on the inside and 
this is sustaining the spreading of light in the outer world. I, in a nutshell, it's, you know, the sun's in his heaven, all right, all's right with the world. Mm-hmm. Um, things are in their right places. And in response, it says the noble one ends hatred and spreads the good. She yields to heaven and rests in her mandate. You just accept that all is well and align yourself and your awareness with how it is, which makes me think that it's not so much that life has frustrated your plans as that you've been moved and guided to change them as you've gone along. Ending hatred, I think, amounts to ending resentment and resistance and negativity in the sense that one has to fight things. It's very simple. You have your calling, you have your work to do, and this just is just there. It's just restful. It's it's not a struggle. So, you know, thus far from the primary hexagram, I don't think you need to second guess yourself. Um, mm-hmm. I think the uh, good old Protestant work ethic can have the day off. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Mm. Yes, I know, I, I've, I know that one too. <laughs> yeah, and it, uh, it does tend to jump up and down saying, you should be doing, doing work even when you are. There, should be some, there must be something you want to be right. doing. Yeah. Um, 14 kind of says, yeah, you are doing it. Um, you can just relax into it. You just rest in it. So that is 14. And then in the background, you have 53, which I think is the story of your journey and its shaping effect. Mm-hmm. It's a lovely hexagram, this one, with kind of a layering of multiple images. Its name, Jen, is the name of a huge river that meanders gradually to the sea. It means gradual, something very slow, like how water soaks into something gradually. It carries through its moving line the story of migrating geese on their journey coming home, not in a big hurry, but getting there. And of course, there is marriage imagery, gradual development, the woman marries, good fortune, constancy bears fruit. Now, when a woman married in old China, she left her childhood home and traveled to a new place. Mm-hmm. So when the oracle invites someone, male or female, to imagine themselves as a marrying woman, um, it's this sense of going out to a new place and establishing yourself there. What invites someone, male or female, to imagine themselves as a man taking a woman into their home, that's, uh, you know, that ha- that's a whole different dynamic. So um, sorry. So this one is the, is the woman, wait, I'm, I'm sorry, yes. I, just, I just missed the difference. This is the um, woman um, coming she, to She the travels. Sorry. She travels okay. to, her, to her new home, yes. There are ancient poems about, um, about a, a woman, a queen, traveling to her new place and uh, crossing the river and the procession she comes in and so on. Oh, that's so interesting because... When I was at the, the, the job that I left in the new city, I really felt it was 
a 54 situation. Mm. I kept getting that hexagram a lot. Ah, yes. Mm. It kept uh, all the situations that were coming up. It was, I was plagued. It was almost like a nightmare. <laughs> like not, mm. not 54 again. I think yes, I got well, exa- exactly not 54 because this okay. is, the, is the pair of that, but it's also the opposite. If you change right. every single line of 53, you'd have 54. Right. I've never understood the difference, the real difference between those two. I guess I've not really mm. understood it, but this is, this is really helpful that. Well, I, uh, they're both, yeah, the, they're I, both the woman's it. experience. Um, mm-hmm, but 54 mm-hmm. is the second wife, the junior. Um, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and you know, this, the whole th- marriage is not happening for her sake. She is not in charge. It's not at her pace. She just gets picked up and transplanted into the new situation where she comes second at best mm-hmm. um, and she has to fit in and do what she can for the convenience of the other people mm-hmm, because, mm-hmm. you know, it, the whole thing is being done for them. Mm-hmm, um, mm-hmm. And her kind of reason for being is to make their lives easier. Uh, so, yeah, Hexagram 54, rarely fun, <laughs> especially if you're keen on a little self-determination. Yes. Um, yeah. So in that one, you're brought to the new home first. You're just kind of plunked in there and you have to adapt. This one, you come to it slowly. I cannot emphasize enough how slowly. I think every time I've received this hexagram, I thought, oh, yes, right, slowly. And then it's turned out to be years slower than I thought, than I would have imagined Mm -hmm, possible. mm -hmm. Instead of being moved into a situation and having to grow into it, you develop into it, you grow into it, and it comes about that way, and you have to wait. The Zagua says it means the marrying woman waits for the man to act. That's the way of contrasts. I mean, sometimes that's literal, and sometimes it's, yeah, it's just you wait for the right time, or you wait for a process to complete. You wait for the journey to complete. You. So it's very yeah. much about patience. Yes. Oh, heck yeah. Mm. Okay. Good and it is good. Good fortune, constancy bears fruit. It is worth being patient. That's very clear. The trigram picture in this one, completely different because you have so many changing lines, shows a tree on a mountain. So there's an inner firm basis of stillness and something growing on that. But you know, the tree on the mountain is not going to shoot up overnight. It's gradually growing into its own shape on this solid, but you know, rather stony and resistant ground. And yeah, this is a clear reminder that it's not just rock and more rock. It's not static. Mm-hmm. It's just mm-hmm. such incredibly slow progress that you might think it was at times. Mm-hmm. But the sequence from 52, which is standstill, says things cannot end with standstill. And so gradual progress follows. Gradual progress means advancing. It is growing. It is going somewhere. On the mountain is a tree, gradual progress. A noble one abides in virtuous character and improves the ordinary, which also feels quite restful. You're just there like the tree. It rather suggests you could have a spreading influence where you are, because what the noble one does here reminds me of what trees do. You said you've been looking at them. 
I've been learning so much from them. I'm in mm -hmm. a forest. Oh, I'm in a very oh, special place. I'm in, I'm in a forest, probably one of the few like it that exists, well, certainly in this country, if not, you know, in the world, especially the forest going away. And so one of my, mm -hmm. uh, one of my agenda items, if you could call it that, <laughs> is, you know, watching all the good things before they're gone, <laughs> taking mm -hmm. in the good things before they're gone. So that's what I'd say if someone said, if someone says, oh, what are you up to these days? I say, oh, you know, I'm just checking out all the good things before they're gone, you know, what with all the fires and all the things going on. I, I really feel mm. lucky to be able to see waterfalls and trees and hummingbirds. But the mm. trees have kind of been the best, I would say, encountering trees has kind of been the best part of, of my journey, especially being such a city person. Mm. where, you know, you're moving so quickly, you often, I just had never done this before, which is sit and meditate and watch trees or notice the changing of a tree, like the one outside my window over seasons. You know, mm. it's been, it's been a real pleasure or watching the wind pass through the tree. It's just, it's been a real pleasure. Uh, it's a daily pleasure of mine. It's like, saw yeah. the tree, check. So yeah, <laughs> I've been learning a lot from them. Yeah, yeah. I know exactly what you mean. Mm. And yeah, I think this 53 moves at kind of at tree speed. And what the noble one does reminds me of what trees do in that they create a habitat. You know, they, they create, um, they have this spreading influence and it creates a home. Just outside the window here is one that, um, is very popular with all kinds of things. This, um, and it had gold crests in it earlier this year. <laughs> um, mm. which are the smallest bird here in the UK. Oh, it's I wonderful love it. to be able to watch them. Anyway, yes, readings as well as trees. So yeah, that's 53 slow and growing and traveling and the sense of coming home. So that gives you four changing lines which I think falls into, I think they fall into two groups of two. Um, okay. Two in the inner trigram, one and two seem to talk about how you, how you travel and go about your journey. And then the ones in the outer trigram, four and five, seem to talk about the kind of influence you have or don't have in your interaction with the world, um, how much difference you make or can expect to make, like that tree, I suppose. So, um, line one, no interacting with what is harmful in no way at fault so that hardship is not a mistake. Mm. So this is line one. It's the beginning and it's about the importance of how you start not mm. interacting with what's harmful, not mixing, mingling, joining and getting involved with, well, what can harm you? Bad stuff, bad people, bad ideas. I've had this one. I think I put the example in WikiWing of um, getting this mm. when I was worried about incipient depression. And this warned me to be careful about inputs, basically everything from what I read to what I ate um, and the experiences I took in. It's not that keeping the harmful stuff out makes things easy, but it does. Uh, it means that nothing is fundamentally wrong. It means that the efforts you make after that on this basis are, are not pointless. Hardship is not a mistake. You can do hard work or go through hard times and know that you're getting somewhere. 
This is, yeah, this is the first of three lines that say there's no mistake. And Harman Mesker, who knows his I Ching stuff, to <laughs> say the least, he <laughs> says that no mistake actually originally meant no ancestral curse. Now, if there were an ancestral curse, then you would have no spiritual support for what you were undertaking. And, you know, what you were, whatever you tried would basically be doomed. There'd be no point in trying it. Um, mm. Since there isn't such a curse, things might fail to go according to plan, but you can keep going. You can try another route and so on. And often in practice, and I've been noticing this for 20 plus years, an answer says no mistake. Just when you are thinking or feeling something really must be wrong. Um, oh, that's good. I, I'm mm. putting two and two together. Mm -hmm. I think you're in the idea about the incipient, your experience about the incipient depression that you were worried about. Mm -hmm. uh, there is a kind of creeping idea because one thing that has characterized my, um, my journey so far or my time in this, you know, my time off the clock, if you will, has been always has, has been this sense that what I do every day is kind of what I'm doing every day. And it's okay. Mm. I'm okay. You're okay. We're okay. I yep. go very gently, gently. I have a pretty good like morning routine, meditation routine, journaling routine, and my meetings go really well. I don't have a lot of argy-bargy. But recently, I'd say in the last maybe few weeks, couple of months, maybe even leading into the question I was asking, I think there has been some sense creeping in, and I don't know from where, that I'm just not, I might not be doing the right thing. Something <laughs> coming in about the right thing, which hasn't really been bothering me for a while. And it's an old familiar feeling, oh, you're just not doing the right thing. And I think it's the feeling that's underneath when my Protestant ethic really kicks in. Mm and yeah. turns on and then I'm doing, I'm doing things and I'm making moves and I'm, I have a campaign chart and I'm crossing things off to-do list. <laughs> yes, you know? writing the list and crossing things off it. Yes, yes. exactly. And, and I, that, that little feeling, it might just not be right what you're doing has kind of, you know, it's not, it's not fully formed, but I'd say maybe that's, that's what this is, this could be referring to the no mistake mm, yes. that um, I might just be on the on the edge or the precipice of of mm. getting back into my old right and wrong way to do things and trying to figure that out. You know? mm, yeah, I, line one especially in mm, no way mm -hmm. at fault, so that hardship is not a mistake. That's really clear. You know, things can be hard, and that won't mean anything is wrong. And yeah, as I say, three times, no mistake. Anyone would think you needed to hear it. Hmm. <laughs> yeah. Uh, if line one changed on its own, it would go to hexagram 50, the vessel. So mm. this is very much about self-creation. I mean, if you were a recipe, then you'd need to get the ingredients right, uh, you know, not, not put the sour milk in or the rotten eggs and have a good solid cooking pot that contains the good stuff and keeps out the contaminants. It has this sense of, you know, begin with the right ingredients and without mixing in anything dodgy, and you are fine. So yeah, that's line one. Line two, a great cart to carry loads with somewhere to go, no mistake. Which is not a bad line for a traveller, is it? <laughs> oh, no. Mm. <laughs> yeah. 
Um, it's I've, I've known it many, many times, be quite literal, actually, this. And a great cut is um, a great possession, provided you have a journey to go on. Mm. It's the means to take yourself and your stuff with you and go further than you otherwise could. Getting this line, you could say you're you're gifted for travel. You have what it takes to, to go places. I think the other side of that coin is that it would be silly to have a great cut and nowhere to go, which is not the same as having that sort of action chart and list and planned itinerary right. and goal and timeline. Um, it's not necessarily all mapped out. It means having a direction you want to explore and a sense of of being en route, uh, a sense of purpose, as opposed to I'm sitting at home and have settled into a routine and I'm stuck here. You have you have a great cart to carry loads. It's like the oracle is saying, look, those, those big round things on the sides of this, they let you go places. Look, you can move. Um, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Never, never imagine that you're stuck. And this one points you to hexagram 30. That's where this line changes the hexagram to. So clarity, it's called, and it means conscious awareness and bright understanding. Um, it's being guided by a clear sight, clear sighted vision, not just by emotion. So mm. driving your cart and not with your eyes screwed tight shut and your fingers crossed, but with your eyes open. You know, you're, you're allowed to imagine and envision where this is going to en- entertain big ideas. Um, you can, you know, you have the space to carry everything. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So those are the hexagrams of the, the, yeah, the light moving lines of the inner world. And then we get out kind of across the threshold from inside in a trigram to outer trigram, we come to line four out into the world. It's not for you to dominate, it says. No mistake. Again, no mistake. Mm-hmm. Um, not dominating means not being in control. It's not exerting strength. It's really easy to think that something must be wrong with that. Um, <laughs> you know, you have plans for how things should work out. You have a mental picture. Um, I think you said you were going to go home triumphantly within a couple of years. Um, mm-hmm. And you didn't make that happen. Um, not a mistake. Huh. Yeah. Mm. I Literally, it says you're not beating your drum. So not giving the rhythm, not setting the pace. One of my favorite experiences of this that I like to remember is from when I was volunteering and I didn't like how the place where I was volunteering ran things and it had a lot of professional staff so as a volunteer I was the lowest of the low and had no influence over how over any policies and how anything was done and I got this line about this which said you don't run it that's not actually a problem (laughs) you don't need to be running this show it's okay Um, mm, which it was you know, good happened anyway. This one changes to hexagram 26, which is great taming and great nurturing. It says there's a big purposeful process of nurturance at work, growing something, something special, something that it might not be possible to grow if you could just exert your, 
strength and energy exactly as you pleased. Something bigger than that might be happening. Mm. In interesting contrast to that comes line five. Your truth interacts and strikes or good fortune. Mm. So this is how you do have influence and you do make a difference. 14 joining with hexagram one. Here's its one yin line changing and the, the power of the creative, pure energy and truth kind of funneled through that opening. So it's, it, it does, changes to line one. It changes to hexagram one. I'm sorry, to hexagram yeah. one, excuse me. Yeah, it's the yeah. creative. Yeah. So there's, there's all this pure energy behind it, you know, the energy to set everything in motion. And it, your truth interacts and strikes awe, and this is good fortune, an upgrade from no mistake. Okay, you don't dominate. Um, the world doesn't march to the beat of your drum, but up in the fifth place, the place of self-determination, your truth makes a difference. It also um, continues the conversation from line one, which said not to interact with what is harmful. It's the same verb, interact, mingle, join with, um, mate with. So you're not letting yourself be diluted, I guess, at line one. And here your undiluted self emerges and has its influence. You being you, mm. um, it does things. It uh, has an effect on people. Mm. How is all this landing with you? Ah, it's very interesting. Mm. I, it's, it's, so to go back to my original question, this is really painting. Thank you so much because you've really painted such a detailed picture about this new kind of person. And I think at the core of it, I don't really know her yet. Mm -hmm. This is an emerging character. Mm. This character who doesn't dominate, who mm. is you just, you know, really more focused on just not interacting with what is harmful and just kind of you know passing it by and by not mm. interacting meaning like not crusading against or mm. not fighting against or yes. not saying that's wrong and i'm you know the avenging angel of whatever you know and 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 yeah. also this character who doesn't have these to-do lists and is not directing mm. um the course of 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 everything and um, needing to know the projections and the this. And yeah, what are we keeping doing it all on schedule. Yes. And keeping yeah. it all on schedule. Mm. Um, you know, I'm, I'm, I, I always, I think the best way to characterize me is I'm, I'm an older sister <laughs> character. Mm -hmm. So if, you know, I'm that person, <laughs> <laughs> that person in the family or in the organization who's like, yes, but how are we doing this? And who's, who's, who's doing the dishes? Who's getting this? Who's doing that? And, and you know, who's bringing, you know, this item for the dinner or whatever. And that's the character that I more know. And mm. so in answer to this question of what kind of person is this detour or detour, this traveling life making me, it's this, it's this other kind of person mm. whose truth, whose truth interacts, I guess, as you said, and strikes awe. Strikes awe, yes. 
It's a really strong word. Mm. It's very strong. And I'm, I'm trying to really understand what that means. I guess maybe like the tree, you know? Yes. The trees, the tree outside of my window is really beautiful. And a lot of trees really are. And they are very awesome, mm. but just in their presence. Yes. Singularly with, without really doing anything. Without having schedules. And without organizing yes, without anybody. Yes, without schedules, just kind mm. of doing their thing. And then one day they're just, you just look at that. And I guess that's a very different timeline. It's not, mm. it's not happening in a New York minute, as we say, which is faster <laughs> than a regular minute. <laughs> Got it. Um, yes. <laughs> and which is the timing we like to have things done. Mm-hmm. Uh, and, or, and the timing that I, that I would say is the learned timing that I felt like is, a, is, is if timing, if life is not on that time, I'm, I, I, might get suspicious mm. under old circumstances. Yeah. And I think this is, this is interesting. It also reminds me of a, of a poem, you know, about the geese. Do you know the poet Mary Oliver? Oh, yes. Yes. That, yeah. And she has that poem about the geese. Mm. Yes. Which is very 53-ish. Mm. Yes. So it kind of reminds me, these geese, I forget what's happening. Let me see if I can find it. Yeah, it's the one that starts, you do not have to be good. <laughs> you know, it mm. says, yeah, I found you do not have to be good. You do not have to walk on your knees for a hundred miles through the desert repenting. You only have to let the soft animal of your body love what it loves. Mm. And then there are wild geese somewhere in there, um, <laughs> you know, kind of flying, I guess, going home or going where geese go. Mm. But this, this, that, I've always liked that poem, but the sentiment has kind of always been far from me, that you don't have to be something. You don't have to try to be something. You don't have to organize all the stuff. Yeah, I, You don't kind, have to organize all the stuff. Yeah, we're kind of getting back to the, uh, the image of 14, aren't we? Mm. I think the first thing you said was um, not being the one who is crusading against. Um, yes, yes. Yes. Ending hatred and spreading the good, oh, yielding to yeah, heaven and resting that, in your mandate. That. It is, yeah. Well, you were practically oh, wow. quoting it. Mm. Yes, yes. You know, it's great. Yes. So you, yes, literally that. So this, it's it's basically a new way of being. That uh, I guess it's a, it's you know it's weird. It feels very loosey goosey. It's hard to explain what it is. Um, Especially if people from my old life ask me, "Hey, what's going on with you? What are you doing? I'm, I'm coming <laughs> to town. Meet me here. I'm on a I'm on a tight schedule." Yeah. You know, a friend, a, no, real a friend mm. who's who has recently had some life change, wanted to clear her mind. A friend from the New York days and contacted me and said, "I'm coming to the big city where I like that's it's kind of five hours from where I am now. I'm coming mm. to the big city for like a fun weekend. Clear our mind. We're gonna go out. We're gonna do things. You know, and." I, I would love to see her, but I'm just not on that time anymore. Yeah. And I want um, to say, would you like to take a bus five hours down a bumpy road into a forest? Yeah, there's a, there's a tree I could re- I'd really there's like to introduce tree you to. I feel like you should meet. Like, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> there's a waterfall you would love. And we're not going to do anything. We're just going to plop down, sit there mm. until, you know, sunset. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That's kind of my thing I do now. And it's so hard to explain, you know, and I feel like this reading, the way that you've, you've, you've interpreted it for me has kind of validated that impulse that I've been having the past few days. 
And I and I feel I will ask her to come visit the tree if she wants. Yeah, give it a go. Um, <laughs> as yeah. crazy as it sounds, mm. rather than the other thing I was thinking of doing, which was like, oh my God, okay, I've got to get myself up and and mm. go out and, you know, f- figure yeah. out where am I going out clothes, you know? <laughs> what do people wear in the city? <laughs> yeah. yeah. Mm. Nice not to know where those are. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Somewhere. Mm. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah, I think traveling is, um, yeah, you said something when you wrote to me about home being uh, a remote idea, but 53 yes. is a journey home. Mm which is maybe not necessarily right. New York anymore. Yes. I think that's what I mean. I think once I left New York, which had acted as home for so long, home kind of just became this amorphous thing. It, it became, mm. you know, not none of the, none of the markers of home. I, I don't recognize any of the markers of home anymore. I recognize more the traveling life. I kind of, I, I feel very comfortable in a way, not comfortable, but I feel very familiar now with, with like 56, for example, mm. I get that a lot from time to time. And I like it. I, I get it. And I'm like, okay, yeah, know what to do. And you know, the mm. rules of the road and, you know, yeah. keep it simple, stupid. I like <laughs> yeah. that. And so, but, but embracing more of that kind of ethic has meant it has felt to me like home or the concept of home has been receding Mm. is receding backwards or just sort of getting vaguer and vaguer it's harder to answer that question when people ask so where's home or Mm. you know it's it's just it's just not something that I have an easy answer for so I think that's what I meant so getting 53 is 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 also a bit of a um it's a surprise and it's kind of a comfort. Yeah, it suggests that there's a process of coming home. Um, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Mm. It's like home is a process more than it is just a yeah a mm. destination. Yes, um, right. it's something you kind of grow into um, and you do have influence like that tree. Maybe it's like homing. You know, like they mm. have these homing pigeons. Mm-hmm. Yeah, or geese. That are kind mm. of... That, 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 I don't know what, it, I guess I like that verb homing, mm. um, that, that home as not as a noun, but as a verb, as a, yeah. as, as a process or as a wayfinding or as a kind of like, I wonder what those, those birds do that, that know the way home. Mm. Everybody wonders. You know? Yes. <laughs> yes. Like, how do they, like, you, what are, what are they adjusting from second to second? You know, they're not probably imagining mm. a point on a map or a, specific coordinates, mm. but they are adjusting with the wind and with the movement and with, with the weather and with the things that are in the way, but they're just kind of like, okay, well, we're on, we're, you know, we're getting there. Yeah. Yeah. It's the process. So I, I, I like that. Yeah. There's your geese. Yes. That's the geese. Mm. <laughs> oh, that's nice. Okay. You know what? I'm a goose. <laughs> People ask me, I'll say, oh, I'm just a goose. i'm heading somewhere (laughs) i'll be getting there when i get there yeah that's fine Mm. yeah and meeting the other geese along the way this has been great thank you so much hillary thank you i really appreciate this and um Mm. i hope this is i hope there's good material here for your podcast Um, which i also enjoy so thanks for having me thank you so that was our reading 
I hope you enjoyed it even half as much as I did. I had a wonderful time with that one. I love the way Adela's trees explain the reading to her, and the way her thinking about the situation comes to resonate more and more with the imagery of the reading. The idea of homing and the image of hexagram 14, and of course the wild geese poem. I'll put a link to that in the show notes at onlineclarity.co.uk forward slash 34. That's O-N-L-I-N-E-C-L-A-R-I-T-Y dot C-O dot U-K forward slash and the digits three, four. Oh, one other thing. When I was talking about hexagram 14 line one, not mingling with what is harmful, I mentioned a reading of my own with that line and that I'd added this experience to Wikiwing. Wikiwing is the Clarity Community's shared, experience-based, collaboratively written I Ching commentary. For every hexagram and moving line, members add their own reading experiences and what they learn from them, and the result is an enormously useful resource. If you'd like to be able to consult this resource yourself, and hopefully add to it too, you can join at onlineclarity.co.uk forward slash wiki. That's O-N-L-I-N-E-C-L-A-R-I-T-Y dot C-O dot U-K forward slash W-I-K-I. I don't want anyone to be shut out of Wikiwing by price, so it's available on a pay-what-you-want basis, starting at all of £1 per month. Please do join. You'd be very welcome. I think that's all. Thank you ever so much for listening, and I'll be back next month. Thank you.